0: The group stage of the 2022 FIFA World Cup has finally completed. Welcome, everybody, to MSR Sports episode 38. I'm your host, Ramon, joined by Sam and Matt, as always. What is up, guys? How are we? Uh, Well, like I just said, the group stage just concluded about a couple hours ago today with the final games happening, and there was chaos and drama to end Group H, the final group. And we now have our bracket set. The last time we did this, it was only me and Sam. We gave you our predictions in brackets. Now we're going to go back through to see how the groups ended and see what we were right and wrong on. Then we're going to go with the new bracket and give you our new predictions. And Matt is finally going to join along for the fun. But before we can even get to that, I pass it to Matt because Matt has some big time breaking news that alters the MLB. Take it away, Matt.
1: All right. Thank you, Ramon. Um, so, as we all know, uh, one of the best pitchers in the league, if not the best pitcher in the league, his name is uh, Jacob DeGrom. He's absolutely gross. Uh, yeah, he decided that it was time to move on from his days in New York and sign a mega contract with the Texas Rangers on a five year, $185 million deal. What are your thoughts?
0: Wait, hundred and what?
1: Hundred and eighty-five for five years.
0: That seems isn't that like on oh no, Chris, crystal was a bit cheaper, but that seems so little. I thought he signed for way more. Oh, that's nice. a steal.
1: I think it's what is that? Is that that's probably like thirty seven mil a season?
0: I honestly thought he was gonna get way more money. That seems like like a steal in my honest opinion, but uh this is a great pickup for the Rangers. And to be honest, I, I'm not shocked that DeGrom left. Me and Matt both thought he was going to head to the rivals, to so the Braves. It's just some, It just seems like it's it's always a mess thing for them to – well, looks like when the tide is turning for them to finally be good, uh, one of their best – not one of their actual best players decides to leave. Uh, and he goes to Texas, which I know he had the familiarity being from there. But I just thought he would – I thought he would go with the Braves. So I thought he wanted to be part of a championship contender. And and I know this move is going to make the Rangers good, but let's throw on our horse our horses down with saying that oh they're already World Series contenders. I still don't think they're better than the Astros in their own division. And to be honest, I, I don't know if they're better than the Mariners. Uh, can they go to? Can they go toe to toe with the Mariners? Absolutely. With that, with Degrom, yeah, they can go toe to toe with them. But the Mariners are better. Uh, the Angels have made some sneaky good moves. Now they could still use a couple more pitching, but they've made some sneaky good moves, so it's not going to be like a huge jump. Cause I see the Rangers being a postseason team next season. Absolutely, what I wouldn't be calling them World Series contenders just yet. They still need more to add to the bat, to the bats, and even more to the to the pitching, whether it be bullpen or the starting pitching. But Degrom is a great start. Uh, my only concern would be is that for the people that think that this is a move that just catapults the Rangers into postseason. We also have to remember that Degrom doesn't really pitch full seasons. He gets hurt a lot. Heard Still a lot. doesn't change, fact, yeah. Still doesn't change the fact that he's the best pitcher, and he's, he has disgusting stuff when he's out there pitching on the on the mound. But he his availability—it's kind of like the Red Sox right now with Chris Sell. You rarely get to see him. Uh, and what did the Mets get him for this year? Like four months, maybe four four and a half I don't even months. I think they
1: got him. I think they got him for less.
0: Exactly. Um, but obviously you want to get it down your team, but I'm just saying that's one of the concerns and risks that comes with a guy like Jacob DeGrom, but of course it's a risk the Rangers were willing to take because it's Jacob DeGrom, and they've been poverty for about the last decade since 2013. Uh, so great move for the Rangers. I don't, I'm not going to jump to conclusions like everyone already put them in the World Series favorites. As for the Mets, it's the Mets being the Mets, but I still think the Mets are a good enough team. They should be competing again next season. Apparently now with uh, Degrom out, they have switched their focus to Verlander, which I think is something Sam predicted. He did, to, uh, yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I could see that happening, and I wouldn't mind Ver- it one bit.
1: They, they, yeah, yeah,
0: they, yeah they, they want it now. So I yeah. know, yeah. You guys can go now with your Verlander stuff.
1: Oh, you mean the Degrom I, stuff? I, I did, um, yeah. Uh, Sam, you wanna go? You want me to go? what's the
2: what's I the I literally couldn't couldn't tell you. All anything.
1: Right. So all right, I'll go. I'll go. Um I just wanna before I even get to how the signing is for Texas, I just wanna take this moment to just like shit on the Mets organization as a whole. I mean, how do you how this guy was a probably a generational talent in terms of how like the MLB goes and like you might not ever get a picture that gross in I don't even know how long. Like, Jacob deGrom has been disgusting ever since he stepped foot into the majors in mid- the mid-2010s. And you have nothing to show for it. You made that one World Series run with them, and you lost, and then everything else just started to hit the fan. I mean, come on now, man. And it, it's tough to see, especially to see deGrom, a talent like deGrom, never be on, like, a truly competitive team until... That except for that season where he was probably honestly wasn't like he was nowhere close to as good as he is now. Like, he was great, obviously, but he wasn't anywhere close to where he is now. But um, you know, you're you weren't competitive for a good time, and unfortunately, that's what happens. And I know that you were good this year, but I mean, at the end of the day, you know, he decided to go for the money, which he probably wasn't getting offered in New York because yeah, they actually
0: said the uh, they just announced the Mets offer like ten minutes ago three years 120 million
1: yeah no no chance you taking that actually yeah what is that what is that 30 million uh, what, what is that 120 divided by it's 40 okay so 40 million a season but over three years I think yeah so, I think he wanted the longevity the to know that he be longevity. sure you want the longevity and you still get more money out in the process technically per year so well not, no, no no not per year but you get you get the more like long-term money making. Yeah, especially for a guy with injury concerns like that, you want to take the long-term deal just to try to like preserve your career for as long as humanly really possible. It's kind of like Chris Hale's situation, but as for Texas, I mean, obviously I can't say it after out uh, this is a great signing. I mean, like Ramon said, this team is not a World Series contender. In fact, right now, I don't even know if they're in the playoffs. If they just trotted out this roster right now, I mean. Yes, they got DeGrom, and they made some big moves over the last couple of years with Simeon and Krieger and they have Adolio Garcia. Jonah Hive came on for them last year. Nate Lowe is good. But, like, this, that's it, right? Like, there's there's not much more to this team besides them. And yeah, you got Josh Jung coming up. You know, you got some good pitchers in the minor leagues. But, I mean, th- this team isn't a playoff team yet. If, we're, we're, Are we forgetting that the – AL East is absolutely loaded with at least three playoff caliber teams in that in that race, if not four, if Boston can get better. Maybe if Baltimore is able to build off their season, but I don't know how likely that is. But um
0: Hey, they, they started today with
1: Frenchie. Yeah, they did. It's definitely a start. I wouldn't call it a good one, but it's definitely a start. But um if we're able to build off our failure of the season, but like get more talent here. And obviously all the other teams are great. And then obviously the AL, I think it's the AL Central. Yeah, they, they fucking suck. I and mean, it's pretty much a crapshoot. But it, you, I think if Cleveland continues what they've built with the pitching staff and Jose Ramirez, you think that they're going to be at least competitive. Chicago, if they can finally get back to where we all thought they would be this year, I mean, they might be competitive. So I don't even – I wouldn't be – I wouldn't consider him a playoff team if they make more moves. So, that's just me. But if you're Texas, I mean, you're obviously happy about this because you, if you have the chance to go out and get a guy like Jacob deGron you take
0: it. You take it.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, good move for them.
0: Oh, my God. The Utah quarterback just got absolutely rocked. He wasn't even hit in the head. They hit him in the chest so hard Red his helmet off. blew off. Wow. All right. Well, uh, Sam, like he said, you know, he's not not going to talk about uh, baseball because he he's here to talk about soccer, as we call it here in America, England. Um, So we'll start off. Well, we're going to, like I said, we'll recap first. We'll go a little into review with uh, breaking down of the group. So uh, group A, it ended Netherlands first, as me and Sam predicted, Senegal, Senegal second, which I predicted in the. Podcast video, but I'm going to admit here because I am I'm an honest man I did change. I did change my pick the day before the World Cup. I decided saying, you know what no money I changed it to Ecuador to finish in second Ecuador finished in third and Qatar finished in last
2: oh wait actually no I, I did pick Senegal not Qatar In the podcast. No, you, I picked, No, I picked Senegal on the podcast. The Qatar was my rough draft You sure? Yeah, I have it right here. I have my – the one I had the last one, the one I put on the podcast. I had another one right. Senegal, too.
0: All right. Um. Well, yeah, Qatar, the host nation, is the first host nation to not win a single game in the group state, which is and what they Matt deserve. I have
2: them winning it all. <laughs> which, is,
0: which is what they deserve for how they treated those immigrant workers that built their stadiums. Absolutely. Ecuador, I said, was a sneaky team to shock, and they almost did. They came down to that last game with Senegal, which Senegal won. I'm pretty shocked that Senegal was able to find ways to score goals without Mane. I knew their defense would be good, but I'm shocked that they were able to find goals with Mane, although they did struggle to find them that first game against Netherlands, which I still believe they would have won if Mane f- played because they attacked Netherlands so much and just didn't have anybody to finish the shots. Um, Then you got... Netherlands who won the group, but weren't as impressive for the amount of talent that they have. Eh, the offense was lackluster outside of a uh, gap this young rising kid that came out of nowhere. Who, by the way, the world he's, this is what the world cup this is what happens in world cups. Uh, this guy comes out of nowhere shines and all the big clubs start calling him and Gapco is probably one of them already. Teams are already big clubs are already calling for him to come to their team. Um, but uh, Netherlands, the, one of the biggest reasons why they won most of the games is because they had the best overall player in all the group, Barcelona representing uh, Frankie de Jong. He is a phenomenal midfielder. He carried Netherlands. All the assists that he gave to Gapco were incredible. But like I said, Netherlands, outside of those two guys, weren't as impressive, but they, they won this group. Um, I don't know if you guys want to add anything or I just move on to the next one.
2: I'm coming for you, Netherlands.
0: What up? Oh, Oh, that's true. We got the Netherlands. Speaking of we, Group B, United States Group, England topped it as we all predicted because the talent is real good, but I was not as impressed with England. They trashed Iran, and it looked like, oh, here comes the good old England. Then they come into this USA game, and all their analysts are saying 3-0. They're about to trash the United States. It's called football. And in a nil-nil tie, which felt like an England loss, the United States were able to pull away with one point against England. England's offense was lackluster. Their defense was also – for being the bigger and stronger team, they were pushed around by this United States entire team. Um, Then you have the U.S. that – oh, and then they they trashed on Wells. Then you have the USA who finished in second, who – by the way, are the only team this tournament to not concede a goal yet. The only team that is not allowed a goal in. like We're talking non-penalty. A non-penalty goal, The United, only one country did not allow a non-penalty goal, and that was the United States. All these other countries have allowed non-penalty goals. They've allowed penalties. We did allow a penalty, like I said. The tie-tie against – the tie 1-1 tie against uh, Wells, which we all know should have been a win – if it wasn't for Matt's hero, Walker Zimmerman, who sold in the end with that disgusting foul on Gareth Bell, that tackle that he should have never done. And then as we just went, we had challenged England. I think we mopped the floor with them just without scoring points, but we just pushed them around all day. We had them by the ropes. It was a game that felt like a win as well. Then you have Iran, which we barely snuck away through with a 1-0 win. And um, it should have been more. Pulisic scored the goal there. He got hurt, but he's going to be good. It was already confirmed. He will play tomorrow. A big issue as of why I don't think we could have put Iran away was Greg Bolholzer, the manager. I like am I know he he's done, like hasn't had a lot of success, and he always gets questioned, but despite your, your success, you still need to get questioned. The fact that Gio Reyna has not seen more than just eight minutes playing is as asin- asinine. nine. It's horrible. He's one of the five best players for this team. He brings a spark to his offense and you don't play him. He comes in that game in Iran, and I guarantee you USA win 2 0, 3 0. Instead of having to have Walker Zimmerman redeem himself and save the United States in what were probably the most nerve wracking 45 minutes plus the extra what nine that were given. Yeah. But the the US they found a way to get through. Not many goals scored but not many goals allowed as well. So that's a positive. And now we look forward to Netherlands. And then the next two teams in our group, you had Iran come in third, which I told Sam, Iran can play spoiler. They play competitive. They beat Wells. They were trashed by England. And they made it kind of scary on us. Then you got Wells, who I thought was pretty disappointing. Like, I know it's just the Gareth Bell there, but... Last time we saw them in the Euro Cup, they were making a run. They just had – they had nothing. And to be honest, they should have lost all three games. If Walker Zimmerman does not tackle Gareth Bell, Wells would have ended with zero points. That's all I had to add there. Um, You guys want to add anything to that?
1: Oh, good. Mm -hmm.
0: All right. Uh, Group C, we had Argentina win as we all predicted as well. And it looked like they weren't going to because they were stunned by Saudi Arabia, which no one saw coming. Then they bounced back with a 2-0 win against Mexico, which they still didn't look that good. Messi had to carry them because that's what the GOAT does. Then the third game against Poland, they, fi- they looked good. They finally said, no more relying on Messi to carry on us. They play like a good team. All these young guys, other guys, by the way, that I think will be getting called Enzo Fernandez and Julian Alvarez, big teams are going to want them now. Those youngsters shined alongside Messi. Uh, second place, my guy Lewandowski, who, by the way, got his first goal in a World Cup, in which would probably be his last World Cup ever, which was a great thing. A great thing to see. I'm so happy for him. Uh, they found a way to survive with that tie against Mexico, which should have been a win, but Ochoa is Ochoa. Then they beat Saudi Arabia and they lost to Argentina, but thanks to Saudi Arabia, they qualified. And then we go to the next one, which was Mexico finished third, right? Or did they finish last? No third yet because they won their game. Mexico, who for the first time in a long time, do not make it out of the group stage. This was a terrible tournament for Mexico. And now some will say it comes with collusion as their coach was terrible. Nobody wanted him coaching this World Cup. He, uh, They played pretty solid against Poland but weren't able to score. Then there's the the rigged game against Argentina where we all know the coach from Mexico is from Argentina and had they won that game, Messi is out in his last ever World Cup. He literally goes out in that game and puts the worst possible lineup. He celebrates when Messi scores the goal on them. He's hugging and laughing with the Argentina coach after the game when they lost. So there's a bit of collusion there. And then you had the Saudi Arabia game where he puts out his best lineup They played their best soccer, and they were a goal away from making it to the next round, and Saudi Arabia stuns them with the extra time. And that is how Mexico's World Cup ended. Pretty disappointing. And right after the game, the uh, coach was fired, although he he tried to uh, stay face and say that he wasn't. He's like, my contract was over as soon as that whistle blew. Like, uh, it was already – the contract had ended. I didn't get fired. No, you got fired, buddy. You suck um then last place saudi arabia who shocked argentina and looked like they were gonna make noise and they dipped but luckily for their coach that argentina win has put him on the map for teams they now a lot of teams want him to be their manager so yeah argentina poland made it out of the group mexico and saudi arabia did not group d we have the defending champions france who broke the curse they won their group. Mbappe was incredible the entire way. He was. Giroud broke the all-time scoring record for France. Um, you got a little grizzly action there. You got some Dembele action. Yeah, they mopped the floor of Australia. They uh, kind of. Mop- nah, it was a good game with Denmark. And then they uh, lost to Tunisia, but again, it was a game that didn't really matter for them. Tunisia was playing for more than them. They had already locked up their group. In second place was Australia. The Socceroos finally do something. They always come to the World Cup and never qualify. So if you're an Australia fan, congrats to you guys. Uh, You found a way to make it out with the win over Denmark, which we'll get to Denmark in a bit. Tunisia came in third because they managed to tie a game and win one against France, so that helped them get points. But the uh, loss to Australia is the reason they won't be getting in. And then we have Denmark, who, in my uh, my opinion, is one of the most disappointing performances from a team in the World Cup. This team had high expectations. It was a lot of people's dark horse. My dark horse, I had them in the semifinals, and they just came out flat, and I, I just don't get it. You were really good in the World Cup. You were good in the Euro Cup and you were just god-awful, except for Erickson the captain. Ericsson played his heart out. He, he tried to do everything. It's not his fault those bumps sold on him. Christensen was also really good defensively, another Barca-representing rep- Barca player. But yeah, Denmark, I had no idea what happened. I'm disappointed in them. Uh, and so we're halfway through. Now we go to group the CD, oh, e. Yeah. Group E, which was Spain – Germany, Costa Rica, and Japan. And I told Sam, I remember he thought that this was so easy. He told me, Spain and Germany. I picked Spain and Germany too, but I told Sam, watch out. Costa Rica play hard. Japan plays hard too. They play really good. And what happened? Japan won the freaking group. Chaos and mayhem happened. Japan won the damn group. They shocked Germany. When Germany had controlled them for the first game, Germany controlled that first half up 1-0. Boom, they come back, win it 2-1. They uh, they, they look flat against Costa Rica. Then they play Spain. Spain doesn't take them serious. Spain throws out uh, their backups. They're like, yeah, we've got our, our spot locked. Japan's not good. And they, they, they go out, Spain go out to an early lead. And boom, a comeback from Germany. And they shock them and win the group. Spain f- able to finish in second because the first game Spain looked like they were going to be the champions of the world cup. They smashed Costa Rica 7-0. And then they looked like old Spain inconsistent where one week they look like the best team. And the next week they, you know what Spain is the 49ers where they have They have great players. They have a good coach and they're respected for their history that every time people always want to peg them as a championship team, but one game, like I said, they look like the best team out there. The next game, they play down to their their, their competition. And after that, yeah, they tied with Germany in a game that I thought they should have won. And then they lose to Japan because they decided to get cocky and throw out the bench. Germany finished in third because they beat Costa Rica. But because Spain had trashed Costa Rica, Germany had to score six goals. They only scored four. Uh, they almost had it, but, again, Germany, is. this is the back-to-back World Cups that they failed to get out of their group. But that's what happens, Germany, when you don't play Mokunku. You bench Kai Havertz, you pay the price. Um, then you have Costa Rica, who looked like they were the worst team after getting trashed 7-0. They bounced back and beat Japan. And then for a while, they were beating Germany. It was 2-1, and then Germany scored three unanswered on them and that is how group e ended with absolute and total chaos which we love to see now we go to group f which was canada belgium croatia and morocco oh i told sam as much as we want to root for our brothers up in the north they weren't going to be as great they were not going to win this group and yeah they they came out flat alfonso davies did as much as he could but Canada just were trash. You could just tell the the level of competition from Canada and the other clubs. Um, speaking of disappointment, Belgium, which I said would happen. I didn't pick them to lose the group, but I said, Belgium, I would not be shocked that they missed out of the group or they went out in the first round that the golden era would not find a way to win anything. And that is exactly what happened. Uh, there's beef in that locker room. Apparently there was no communication between the captain and the goalkeeper. The team, the players, they just didn't like each other anymore, and what a waste of the golden era. It started at a young age in 2014, which we knew wouldn't do anything at young age. 2018, we thought, was their best chance to win it. They nearly do. They fall to Mbappe, and then the cracks happen after that World Cup. It's their last World Cup, all that old age, and they crash out of it with a 2-0 loss to Morocco, a tie against Croatia, and a 1-0 win against Canada, which in reality – they should have lost that game because Canada outperformed them all day long. Um, then we got the two, the two group winners. Croatia came in second. Croatia looked okay. They didn't look special, but they didn't look bad either. They looked good. Modric was Modric, the best midfielder in the whole tournament for me, in my opinion, so far. And then you had Morocco, who I said I, I liked two players in this team, but I did not know those two players would be enough to get Morocco out of there. I was wrong. They were. Uh Ziyech and Hakimi, they were they were enough to get him out of there. They beat Belgium 2-0. They tied with Croatia, and they uh I think they smashed uh Canada and Morocco of all teams won that group. Absolutely shocking. Now we got group G, um, which was Brazil, Switzerland, Serbia, and uh, Cameroon, which this group went exactly as expected. We all said Brazil would win, Switzerland second, Serbia third, and uh, Cameroon last. Yeah, Cameroon really had nothing, but good for them to win that last game against Brazil. They got that huge celebration for scoring a goal. Uh, Switzerland and uh, Serbia put up probably the game of the tournament, back-and-forth game, and Switzerland came out on top to get second. And in first was Brazil, who lost Neymar, by the way, and still found a way to get out of the group. My guy that I said would perform good for them was Vinicius, but I guess he only cares about his club because he was not good the whole tournament. Well, he was okay, but he was no goal scores for him. But Charleston was a beast. Uh, Neymar being hurt meant that, that goon Fred got playing time. W. Uh, yeah, Brazil won this group. Um, now we see if Neymar is back. But I don't think they were. The first game, they were impressive. Second game, they weren't. And this game, they weren't either. Now, it could be because Neymar only played the first and not the last two. So, we'll see how the, if Neymar comes back and they look even better. But we'll see. And the final group that ended today that also ended with absolute mayhem. Portugal, uh, Group H, Portugal, Uruguay, uh, Korea, and uh, Ghana. Ghana. Portugal topped the group. As I said, this was probably the best roster, the best World Cup squad that Ronaldo has had. And Ronaldo was not big in this group stage, but the rest of this team was, especially Bruno Fernandes. He was sensational for Portugal. Um, Then you have the team that finished in second, Korea. I said it had to be carried by Sun. Sun didn't even score, but he did carry them. He was good assisting. He took pressure away because every, every time he got the ball, everyone moved to him and all these other players on the Korean country decided to shine because all the t- all the looks would be taken away because everyone focused their attention to Sun. And in fact, Kim giving the beautiful assist today to beat Portugal 2-1 to help Korea get into it. Uh, Udo, Udo why who I picked to win the whole thing, yeah, they crashed out. Suarez, Cavani, we'll never see him again. And what upsets me the most is that I said that if my pick didn't work, it would be because the defense would sell because I was – I wasn't sold on the defense and the goalkeeper. Yeah, uh, no, they were good. The defense and the goalkeeper were great. The offense sold. It was an absolute no-show, which I'm not shocked that Suarez and Cavani weren't that great. They're already up there in age. But Darwin Nunez, you're supposed to be a young star, the future of this team. Where were you? You were nowhere to be found, and that is so disappointing. It just upsets me. Uh, And then we have Ghana, who finished in last. Uh, Like I said, most of these African teams aren't that great, although – I believe two of them qualified. Senegal. Yeah, Senegal and Morocco. So that's pretty good for them. But yeah, so that's how the groups ended. So enough of my talk. We now look at the bracket and we give you our bracket. So who wants to give their bracket first?
1: Um, I don't care. I mean, you guys can go first.
0: All right, Sam.
2: Are we going full bracket or are we going game by game?
1: I think we go. I think honestly, we think we should go game by game. Yeah, That's I think so too. To be honest, okay. there's no game. By okay. game. I, I couldn't tell okay. you the entire soccer bracket. All right, <laughs> then
0: I'll go. The first game that kicks off tomorrow it is the United States versus Netherlands. Okay. So who do we
2: guys got here? I have the U.S. winning.
1: Yeah, same here. U.S. winning. Himmerman. Uh, Aaron Sim, Matt Turner, <laughs> uh, every, everyone, everyone's. uh oh, I forgot uh, the Wea. Yeah, that him too, Pulusic or whatever Pulusic. Christian, I don't, I don't know what that was his name, but no,
0: you uh, pronounced it right the first time, Pulusic.
1: All right. Well, regardless, a bunch of him at these on this team. Um, of course, I mean, uh, how could I forget about uh, the captain? Uh, what's his face? Uh, Tyler Smith, right? That's it. Tyler Adams. Uh, Tyler Adams. Uh, fucking Tyler Smith is the offensive one for the Cowboys. <laughs> uh, not, not, even these 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 people overseas got me thinking it's football, bro. But um, <laughs> but it, it's soccer, and the United States is gonna win.
0: Okay, uh, Sam, uh, me a sound soundboard keeper. Do you have the the sounds ready? The Lone Wolf sound. Oh boy. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, I hope I, <laughs> I hope I, I hope I'm wrong. I'm going to be rooting against this, but I think the Netherlands win. The U.S. It's dealing um, with
2: the fucking flu.
0: They uh, they struggle to score. The U.S. has struggled to score points, and again, we're not getting anything out of this offense until Gio Reyna plays, and the coach does not want to play him. That worries me. And in my opinion, this is going to be a game that comes down to the midfield. I think it's going to be a showdown between Tyler Adams and Frankie De Jong. But I do believe we can hang in this game. We will be competitive in it. It will be 0-0 for a long time. And around the last 10 minutes, Frankie De Jong, who's going to be the best player for both teams on the pitch, is going to put a beautiful pass because that's what exactly what he does. He's going to put the perfect exist. And the goal scorer leader at the World Cup, Gabco, is going to finish one and bury the hearts of the United States fans. I hope I'm wrong, but I just – the lack of goal scoring worries me. But I do think we can contend with them and keep it close. But the Netherlands win. Next up, we have Argentina versus Australia. I'm pretty sure this is a clean sweep for all of us, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we all got Argentina. Um, nothing to discredit Australia for. They, they found a way to make it out of the group, but uh, Argentina looks like they found their group. They should be able to win this one comfortably. So, yeah, give me Messi and company to get the job done. Uh, next up, we have Japan and Croatia. I think it's a sneaky good game. It was actually the first game that actually got me stuck in making my predictions. So I'm interested to hear what you guys are going with here.
2: I, I was not stuck. I have Japan going for sure.
1: Yeah, you can you can go Ramon. I, I wanna wanna see if there's any lone wolf potential here.
0: Well here's the thing is I don't know if I fully have made my pick. I feel like it's gonna keep changing and changing up until they're matched, but I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go Croatia. Yeah, I'm gonna go loan- Croatia. I
1: can't I can't lone wolf it. I was gonna go Croatia too. Give me Croatia. Yeah, look
0: what well, i love what japan has did and it, it is it's amazing but they made it to the to the group stage the last world cup too and they they had belgium on the ropes up 2-0 and they choked it away lost 3-2 with by the way losing in the last 10 seconds in what is called the belgian counterattack it always gets you know, the you know when the, the nfl always does that uh, what play is this gets this play that the the miracle in miami but it's like a line drawn in the field yeah yeah, they they do that with FIFA all the time. It's always the Be- that Belgium counterattack where, boom, it, Chadley's just running and running, opens it up to De Bruyne, De Bruyne to Lukaku, Lukaku up the middle, Chadley buries it in a last ten second game winner.
2: Wait, so you guys um, both think Croatia is going to beat Japan? Yes, yeah, so here's I can't, why. I keep changing my mind. Wait a minute. I, wait a minute. I don't
1: know. A sh- I don't know shit about soccer, but look. All I know is, is that that just one
2: thing I know. The
1: the Canadian bum, whoever the coach was, said that we're gonna shit on Croatia, and then this dude fucking. (laughs) And then Croatia goes out and wipes those stupid little polite Canadians out of the uh, World Cup.
2: What Um. the? Are you guys thinking?
0: That is awesome. Croatia's gonna have the best player on the pitch. I think Modric takes advantage. We're. We seem to forget that Croatia was in the World Cup final the last time. They aren't a bad team. Yeah, I, what shit I just, on. If, if Japan wins, I won't be shot. Good for them, but I just Modric right now, in my opinion, has been the best midfielder this entire tournament. I'm going I'm so I'm, I'm to a
2: lone wolf for the next one.
0: I'm going to go three-one th- Croatia.
2: All
1: right. I, I, I hope we do
0: Brazil versus Korea.
2: I'll say. I'll say right
1: now. I got Brazil.
0: I got Brazil too. Wait a minute! Again. Wait a
1: minute before Matt goes. Cue it. Not that wrong. wrong sound. Wrong sound. Cue the wolf. Human son will carry. Crazy. Will carry South Korea. I don't care. Human son is him. I don't care. got Neymar's Neymar's ankle is a uh, mushroom. So,
0: okay, I I I love Sun too, but I just this Brazil team is too talented to just flop out like that. Could I see Korea making it challenging? Yes, I do. But give me Brazil two to one. I think they put an end to their run, and that means all the teams from the Asian continent are gone: Australia, Japan, and Korea. All right. So now that moves us to the next one. Or, you know, what? we'll do one side of the bracket so we don't get confused. So, so like, we both – all right. Matt and Sam, you guys have the United States versus Argentina, and I would have Netherlands versus Argentina. So what would you guys pick in the USA-Argentina matchup?
1: It's called uh, soccer. Give me the United States. That's crazy. <laughs> well,
2: give me Argentina.
0: Yeah, uh, man, it, it sucks that we had to get put up with Messi, but much as I love the United States, we'll have another chance in 2026.
2: Wait, does he already?
0: Oh, that's true, yeah. yeah. Netherlands and, uh, and Argentina. Give me Argentina. Like I said, Netherlands struggling to score. Um, And Argentina, it looks like they finally found their groove. They win this game, and Argentina is heading to the semifinals. Then the other side... Of uh, Matt would have Croatia and Korea, Sam would have uh, Brazil and Japan, and I would have Croatia and Brazil. So Matt, who do you have in your matchup of Korea and Croatia?
1: You, men son, <laughs> will carry uh, what's it, South Korea to the chip. Thank you, Sam. Your so, matchup I, of
2: I have Brazil beating Japan.
0: I have I have Brazil. I think I feel like Modrich could make another miracle run. No rolling fit. Modrich and Croatia with the upset. Brazil have not looked that good. I think they're good enough to bully on Korea, but like I said, I think Korea will make it challenging. Um. Again, I think they beat Korea two one, just to lose two one against Croatia. Give me a Modric game winner in the last ten minutes. Cro- Croatia is heading to the semifinals. So then that means uh, Matt's semifinal is United States, Korea. Sam's is Argentina, Brazil minus Argentina, Croatia. So Matt, who do you got? US I or Houston?
1: Said it twice. Yeah. Say it again. Korea is heading World to the World Cup Sam final. To the chip.
0: <laughs> No way. <laughs> Sam, Messi or Neymar?
2: I have Neymar.
0: So Brazil's in your final. All right. I yeah. Messi, man. Argentina always seem to find ways to just choke this out. So. Give me Croatia to pull the upset on them. Croatia is heading back to the World Cup final. Okay, so now next side with a bracket, England-Senegal.
1: Um, well, like I said, it's called soccer. Senegal wins it. What
2: give me give me England
0: Matt? You may want to tell Sam to put the lone wolf music for himself because I am riding with you too. England have not looked good. I said that they would be the underachievers of this tournament. They get upset and they go crashing out. Senegal shocked the world they take england out i am sorry england fans but it is not coming home you can keep playing that song to 2026
1: (laughs) all right next game man
0: sam's boy france versus poland lewandowski versus mbappe can
2: i get a round of applause for mbappe
0: round of applause for my boy lewandowski So I mean, you guys got?
1: there, there is, there is some serious meat riding on both sides, but there is meat riding on one literal side, and because of that, I'm going with, <laughs> I am, I am going with uh, Poland, Lewandowski. Play the lone wolf for Matt because no. he's
0: alone on this one.
1: W. I, uh,
0: I know France is going. I mean, Sam is going with his boy, uh, boppe in France, um. Look, as much as I, I love Lewandowski, uh, I'd really like to see him carry Poland. Him. Po- Poland struggled to ca- to score goals. France just looked real good. I ho- I hope Poland wins. I'll be rooting stop for part, Lewandowski, stop, stop but give me France to win.
1: All part of the hoax.
0: So now we go to Morocco and Spain. Who y'all going with?
1: Morocco. Morocco takes it. Don't care. Bro, what are you doing? <laughs>
0: Cry about Sam, it. Cry about it. Sam, play the Lone Wolf music for yourself. I'm a huge Spain fan, but they outside the, after the Costa Rica game, they look disappointing. Spain have failed to win a knockout round game since the year they won the World Cup. They've they've always seemed lackluster, and it looks like that's the path they're going toward too. I think they're going to play too overconfident, thinking that they're too good to be t- for Morocco to even be in a matchup with them, and Morocco's going to stun them. Give me the upset. I'm rolling Morocco too. I hope I'm wrong because I like Spain, but it's just the way it always happens to Spain. And finally, Portugal versus Switzerland.
1: We all um, rocking with. I'm going to go with Portugal, uh, Swiss, Switzerland. Your cheese sucks real um, shit. I mean just like just like just like your cheese there's holes in your soccer team so give me Portugal.
2: Yeah give
0: me Portugal too. Well no lone wolf music oh. because I we've got the perfect sweep. <laughs> I'm going Portugal too. I'd love to see a Switzerland upset though but I think Portugal are just too strong. Switzerland won't be able to hang. So yeah give me Portugal too. So that means Matt would have a Senegal Poland matchup. Sam has an England France matchup, and I have a Senegal France matchup. Matt, what is your pick in the England? I mean, the Senegal Poland matchup.
1: Senegal and a Cinderella story, of course. I mean, what what other what other poetic uh, World Cup story would it be if you know Senegal didn't go in a World Cup run? Name, name <laughs> a more iconic duo. Than Senegal and
0: a uh, Sam, I don't think I need to ask you this, but you're picking France right over over England. Yes, sir. And I have England, Senegal, and, yep, sorry, Senegal. That is where your Cinderella run comes to an end. What do you mean,
1: you
0: mean France, France Senegal? France, yeah, oh, yeah, sorry, Senegal, but that's where your Cinderella story comes to an end. After beating England, France probably just trashed you, like, five to two and pushed you aside, like, a piece of trash on the side of the road. And France is heading to the semifinals again. All right. On the other side, me and Matt both have Morocco, Portugal. Sam, you have Spain, Portugal. You can go first on this one.
2: I have Spain beating Portugal.
0: Love to see that. Uh, Matt, are we rolling with the same here, or what are you rocking
1: with? Ramon said earlier that, you know, teams that come from Africa aren't usually good. And what better way? What that you just motivated two different countries to go out there and win. And that's why Morocco is upsetting Portugal. you <laughs> are setting up setting up Bro, the Africa. What is Bowl.
2: happening? The
1: Africa Bowl is crazy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I will not be with Matt on this journey. I think Ronaldo and company are just gonna be too much for Morocco. They finally have met their match and they dispose of them, meaning we get a super Iconic semi final matchup between two European giants. In fact, the Europa League, the Europa Cup 2016 final rematch, Portugal and France. And that means both me and Sam have a Portugal France final. Matt has the African Bowl final. So I have Matt.
2: Spain, France.
0: Oh, Sam has Spain France. My bad. Matt, take it away with your African Bowl. Who's going to the World <laughs> Cups? The Senegal. But Senegal. Of
1: course. I mean,
2: I mean, I Wait, so who? A... Do you have Senegal versus South Korea in the fucking finals? <laughs> I sure do. Sam, <laughs> <laughs> so, what happened to us? Huh? You, you what us happened? What happened to, our, to our, us? What happened?
1: He us? had Sun taking you, out the USA in the did semis. You human Sun is gonna lose.
2: <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, anyway, give me <clears throat> Mbappe oh. in France to beat spain
0: 11 to (laughs) 2 that won't be the scoreline all right and i have france and portugal and like i said as good this may be the best portugal team there is but if there's one team i'd have to put my money that could stop them it is france they are heading back to the finals and that means i have a rematch of the 2018 world cup final croatia and France.
2: Hey, you have Croatia going all the way? What the
0: fuck? Yeah. Um, so we'll take it to Matt in the underdogs World Cup final. Who t- <laughs> will it be Huming's son in Korea or will it be Senegal <laughs> without Mame?
1: There's only one man that can take down this Senegal Cinderella run. <laughs> and that's the glass slipper himself. son. <laughs> <Heung-San> fuck. <laughs>
0: So, Matt is writing Korea Ooh. to the final.
1: Sure
0: and now, am. Sam, does your boy Mbappe repeat?
2: France will be winning it all again. Give him a repeat. And then I, I know what you're thinking. We're going to do this. We're going to do World Cup predictions in the next four years. Don't worry. They're three peating next next World Cup too. Wait, what happened to Brazil? I
1: switched. I it. Ne- Neymar's ankle looks like mushroom. Maybe I
2: don't know. Mbappe is him.
1: No, that's not it.
2: Mbappe is him.
1: All right, Ramon. I mean, I mean, we all know whose bracket's the best, but I guess you can just kind of just fill out yours you know, for a like consolation prize <laughs> for fun. Yeah, for fun. The curse know is. Matt's got it right.
0: The curse is bound to strike some way, somehow. France choke and blow it in the biggest game. Modric gets his revenge and he gets Holy his World knows. Cup in what will probably be the final game he ever plays for his country. Croatia are your World Cup champions.
1: It's kind of cute how you guys said that the, the curse end there. Like you, you, that's cute. That that really is. That's
2: I, mean, I I have a bad feeling that Lewandowski is gonna fucking end us
1: well unfortunately human son will do it first
2: <laughs>
0: well that puts an end to this World Cup special part two uh, unless these guys have anything else to add to end this do you
2: guys do, do you guys mind if I play an outro song for us <laughs>
0: sure. yeah but before you play it let me just say one last thing let's go USA
1: yeah Turn down for <laughs>